Birds accumulate sometimes. Coming right out like I was tired before. of my lady. We'd been together too long. Like a worn out recording. Oh, yeah. Of a favorite song. So while she lay there sleeping. It's a good song to come into the uh, podcast with. You ain't kidding. Feeling, feeling pretty chilled right now. I don't know about you guys, but we're on vacation over here. Yeah. Drinking a couple of relaxing drinks. We got that cool breeze blowing through our hair. Yeah, we're actually on a Ray's beach resort. Yeah. We were pretty awesome. But uh, dolphins playing to the side here in the, in the Laguna. Yeah. Do you guys like making love at midnight? I like making love anytime I can. Like with sand in your ass, Brad? Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> space solo. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and fade that up there. Pop nice <laughs> delay. I think, honestly, if I wouldn't say anything, Ray would let this play the I entire, thought that's what we were doing. The entire like time. Right in the, you should play it like low enough to where it's just on the entire episode on loop. <laughs> just... just you like get the silent parts and you just hear that, but uh, or we should ask the song questions. You should edit it to where parts of the song answer those questions. Most people think that that song is recorded by Jimmy Buffett because if you would have talked to us 15 minutes ago, <laughs> half of a, more than half of us thought it was. But we got uh, schooled by the OG uh, relaxation song expert Mike over there. Hey man, he loves know. some yacht rock. <laughs> Rupert Holmes, man, that's all that matters. If you've never met Mike, and there's a good chance you haven't, dude's a flip flop khaki shorts wearing guy with a flower shirt. What's funny is that's almost exactly what I'm wearing right now is cargo shorts with flip flops. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, the saddest part is this: if this is the only Rupert Holmes song you've heard, I mean. <laughs> You really have to listen to his entire discography. You have to dig deep to really appreciate his meteoric career. <laughs> I mean, it's it's funny because like I just imagine this guy sitting down saying, "I'm gonna write a hit," and, and, and somehow sure Peter as Kalata, hell he did. Peter, I mean, out of all the alcoholic drinks that are out there, the most non-offensive drink out there is the pina colada. You can get a pina colada. At like Starbucks, they're just not alcoholic, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, or you can just go to Walmart and down some banana boat, and it's the same <laughs> flavor. Yeah, it's so. With that being said, so tonight on Nerds Who Get Laid, we're going to talk about Rupert <laughs> the life and career of Rupert Holmes. We're starting off with the hits, but the, we're going to dig deep. Well, he was born David Goldstein <laughs> on February twenty fourth of nineteen forty seven. Well, did, did you know that, Mike? Just kind of. Ruined my joke, but okay, that's cool. Sorry. Uh, no, no, it's cool with you with your facts. I actually was reading up on this song 30 seconds ago and read that this is actually just a, a track of just random beats and stuff. Like they had the tune, but no lyrics. So they, they said that there was just a track with dummy lyrics, but then they decided to, to make this that song at the end. <laughs> there we go. So basically, it was just trash on Rupert. Uh, <laughs> Rupert Holmes, like uh, mine. <laughs> yeah, 
it just like had that just stuck in his head because it's it's such trash lyrics. So that's playthrough for the month. <laughs> <laughs> We've been just listening to the deep tracks of Rupert Holmes. <laughs> we decided to, to school you uh, nerds out there with a little bit of the uh, the more well, unknown. Well, summer's almost over, so it's nice to. It is. Just feel like feel like we're having a little bit more of that summer I relaxation. Can't lie. That actually just relaxed me. I mean, it could be the tank top Ray juice I'm drinking. <laughs> Ray, what is that? Like a forty ounce? A I mug? think it's an eighty ounce. No, it's not an eighty ounce. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. So welcome to Nerds Who Get Laid. Sometimes. Sometimes. Me, the host Nathan, and with me is Ray and Mike. Hey guys, sorry and about that shitty episode last week. <laughs> And then there was three. <laughs> I just I swear every uh, every week. Well, you you forgot about Blaze here. Blaze is uh, in the studio with us. Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> We're glad he could make it. Uh, make it tonight. Yeah, I'm so glad to be back. And and TJ's not here, but Terry's here. Terry, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey guys, thought I was dead. <laughs> Welcome back, man. (laughs) Thank God. Hey, guys. I didn't even recognize you. It's been so long. It's been a hot minute. You know, it's amazing how far you can get just skip out bimpadop dooping. (laughs) You can get bus fare pretty quick. Terry, one day we'll have to sit down and just get the adventure of your Uh, life. Adventures of Terry. On tape. I'm a rambling man. (laughs) But we can't do it on digital. We have to do it actual on tape. Real, Real to real. Real tape. We need uh, that classic you know, sentimental value with that. And then since TJ couldn't come, uh, Luke Cage said he was going to stop by for a little bit. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Up on this podcast and shit. <laughs> Bitch. So it's like an all-star cast tonight. It's, it's a pretty packed house, actually. I, I, I didn't expect. Well, taking up a lot of room. This many people. It's quite hot, actually. Mm-hmm. The old uh, studio having a hard time handling these superstars in here. Yeah. And they're literally in the corny corner snorting lines of cocaine. So it's it's a party house. The superstars of Luke Cage, yeah. Terry, and Blaze. heard there was cocaine here. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh Christopher Walken. <laughs> wow. I knew cocaine was a, used sometimes, but all the time? <laughs> I, I'm just I'm blown away. It's just... Yeah. Hello. Well, if you are doing uh, <laughs> some cocaine, let me know. Anyway. <laughs> Hi. I'm John Malkovich, and I heard that cocaine was being used here. I'm here to ingest some through my nostril cavities. Oh, man. Did I hear there's some cocaine sitting? <laughs> Christian uh, Slater. <laughs> I haven't snorted cocaine since... Eight o'clock. <laughs> I need my hit. Well, this has just got a lot more packed. In yeah, here. a lot more packed. Ray's house is just like the party place central where, it, where people show up. Movie stars and fictional characters named Luke Cage that just uh, come to life out of the books. Yeah, it's, it's rather exciting. So, as, as the uh, president of the United <laughs> States of America, I'm really happy to be on Nerds Who Get Laid. Sometimes President Obama, right here, and just you know. Thank you. We're not a political show, but no, not. we appreciate you coming out and showing your support for nerds everywhere. Huh. I'm surprised you didn't hear Marine One landing out front. <laughs> it's a I big th- helicopter. Well, we do have a, uh, a very loud oscillating fan over here that uh, 
That Some, makes a lot of sense. Sometimes uh, can muffle helicopters when they're dropping off some of our uh, more popular friends that hang out. So yeah. we're sorry. The helicopter friends. Helico- we got a lot. You know, there's helicopters here. There's limos. There's uh, Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. Jay Silent. Are right? you going to be uh, sticking around, Obama, or will or do you have to get to the chopper? Oh, no, I have to uh, get back to uh, important POTUS business. But I just wanted to say that uh, my name is uh, Barack Obama, and I approve this podcast. Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> hey, yo. Just give me something to drink. I don't know. <laughs> Holy shit, it's Boston Berry. <laughs> oh, wait, no. It's Rocky Balboa. Yeah, you know, I was just over here hanging out. I was like, hey, yo. Paulie. <laughs> I'm going to go do some cocaine and work out, you know. Oh. Oh. Man, Sylvester Stallone. It's like you came right out of the 70s. You haven't aged a bit. <laughs> Not a bit. With your dialogue. The human growth <laughs> hormone? <laughs> yeah, the human growth hormones. Ease. It, it's pretty crazy. It's, it's, it's wild, man. It's a, You know, it feels good to be back in, in the saddle again. And with that, let's turn it over to Ray with the uh, news. Yeah. Now it's time for Ray with the news. Old man Hancock's gonna tell the news. Listen to the news, listen to the news. Old man Hancock telling the news. Don't snooze, you're gonna lose. Cause it's gonna tell some nerd news. Nerd news, nerd news. Here we go, Ray. Oh. Well, there it is. The, uh, this is the point you've all been waiting for. Death. Yeah. (laughs) No one's really been waiting for this. Let's talk about some Pacific Rim 2. No. One of Nate's favorite movies of all time is Pacific Rim 1. I, I do love that movie, and I think I know the news. This is very sad. Yeah, I, apparently uh, it's been kind of, sort of, maybe postponed, slash maybe sort of canceled. Yeah. Um, Del Toro is definitely interested in still doing it, because he's also still interested in doing a Hellboy 3 and At the Mountains of Madness, but... Um, it's, don't it's really know. Stuff. Well, what? like what's going on Pacific Rim is uh, Universal and some of their partners is it's it's legends. Yeah, legend. legendary pictures. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff to do with distribution and stuff. Uh, and I think from what I was reading, Pacific Rim is honestly just a casualty of other stuff that's going on. Yeah, because uh, apparently Universal is really unhappy with the Warcraft movie that's being made. Yeah, it's uh, um and Legendary has put out a couple of stinkers. Lately, Universal is on like an all-time high. Yeah, and there, there's the ones that have flopped this year that are making their track or record look bad are mostly from Legendary. Yeah, um, so it's looking like Pacific Rim might be, like you said, kind of a casualty of this whole thing because yeah. uh, Del Toro still wants to make the film. It's a pretty big bill because uh, from what I, from what they were saying is the original one had a budget of. I think it was like three we'll just say 190 million. million yeah it was, it was it, 190 million yeah and then they, it made about 400 and 400 or four four hundred sixty. Well, it, it did worldwide yeah it did horrible in the u.s it made 100 million dollars yeah but worldwide it made 401 million dollars yeah. and it exceeded <laughs> expectations yeah. in china yeah it was which a big is, success there so apparently China, they love giant robots. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with But that. I feel like th- what you would expect in China is, oh, everyone will go see it. All one billion people. Yeah, exactly. So, 
for me, I was I was like, all right, hey, you know, the whole movie they could do like Transformers, and they could take the whole third half of the movie and put it in tra- you know in China, so it does yeah. better over there, and that's what they do. Transformers is a uh, you know that's how they make those movies more profitable. And I would have been okay with that because I'd get more Jaegers and Kaiju fighting. Yeah, I would love I mean, to see a, a second chunk of the one. movie, I think, did take place in China, didn't it? Yeah, Pacific Rim, I think. I mean, yeah, it was like the Pacific. all over. You know, the yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. So that's what I would like. I mean, it makes sense why it did so well over there. I I still, it blows me away. And people are like, well, I was expecting more. What were you expecting on a giant I, robot movie? That was exactly what I expected. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. was definitely better than I thought. It's it was like, a great. I thought it was a great, fun film. Yeah, like I said, it's a roller coaster ride. It's there's there's really no story to it. it well, the main character is actually. A guy I even I liked hate. the story. It was. It seemed like a pretty. Uh, it's not like a wildly unique story, but a kind of unique story yeah. for for me. I don't watch a lot of I anime. It's it very seems like it's something yeah. for uh, major motion Hollywood. pictures. Yeah. yeah, very unique. Yeah, it told a story. It did, it made sense. It wasn't just. You know, out of the left. It was a good movie, so I think it deserved a sequel. Well, I mean, seriously, you know, like tongue and cheek aside, what's the last like legitimate movie you remember that involved interdimensional travel? Yeah, like that the, did well. Like, no, seriously, the only one that I that I mean, I'm sure I'm going to get corrected because so many people correct us, you know, uh, was Masters of the Universe. Yeah, uh, I mean, wow. I guess maybe, like, wow. maybe Terminator Two, but that's not interdimensional. Event Horizon. Oh, yeah. Event Horizon. That was ninety-seven. Well, Master Universe. That was like eighties. That was eighties. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm uh, agreeing with you. Like, yeah, that not, not that really doesn't do much. Like, it's more fantasy. It's May, I, I, Inception, I guess, is I don't know if that's sort of. But if that is, then, that's then like Matrix is too. I would say yeah. maybe Interstellar uh, is pretty close. It, it has that same, I guess, theme of different. You know, like people. To understand warm, uh, you know, holes and. Well, I, mean, I, th- I think just sci-fi in general is fall yeah. to the wayside. Well, a lot of people, I think. Well, and it's an original thing. Yeah. It wasn't like a. This is a reboot. This is a sequel. This is a. Um, it, like I, it's a it's a pretty original concept. Did it come from a book or uh, graphic novels or anything? From, it didn't come from a book, but uh, it borrowed a lot, like from you know anime and other things you know obviously giant robots fighting uh interdimensional beings you know that's neon genesis evangelion which that's been around for god 20 years that's an anime uh and there's been tons of manga that have probably never been made into uh, anime that uh that do a lot of the same stuff there was a really cool game that came out on ps2 it was rare but i got to play it it was called robot alchemic drive and basically, you just you were a kid that piloted a big ass robot, and you just beat the shit out of monsters. Pretty much, the which same is the thing. Same, same thing. thing yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a really cool game. Sounds like a time. great game. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it really cool. Like it had it had uh, like fight night controls, so the joysticks were your fists. Oh, I love that. It yeah. was really cool. Yeah, I mean, because and I think if Universal was smart. Which I mean, they are a smart company. But uh, with that being said, I mean, if they would do what I want them to do, it's like. Make a Pacific Rim too, and just their thing is that there's no guarantee it'll do good again overseas. It's just like make, market it more towards that way. Ship shoot it for Japan or China, and then put subtitles. I'll still watch it. I mean, I'd, yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a visual type movie. So hey, if Rumble in the Bronx can make it over here, Pacific Rim two can as well. I mean, I would totally be okay with that. You know, even just subtitled in English. You know, because 
Yeah, all they're gonna do is you know j- uh, Charlie Hunnan or whatever his name is. They're just gonna. I remember when anyway. I saw the Yeggers. Or no, I can't even do his his fucking shitty. I actually hate the way he talks. It drives me crazy. I hate the way he walks. Yeah, way more that made me more mad because he has like this weird pimp walk where he's he has like, this, yeah he has this like gait from Sons of Anarchy that somehow uh, carried over. So that. like yeah he has like a pimp walk. That's pretty much what it is. Yeah, a strut. So a strut. To speak. Yeah, putting some English on it. Is that yeah. the guy from? Sounds Sounds like, oh, I hate yeah. that guy so much. Well, Such a douche. Enough about my <laughs> so being crushed. moving on from uh, giant robots to not as giant robots, but still giant. Um, there's guess who's in talks to direct Please short circuit Transformers <laughs> Transformers Five. So they've added all these writers on. Robert Kirkman's part of the um, team that's going to be writing new Transformers stuff. And this is a big surprise for uh, for Transformers fan on who's in talks for to direct the Transformers Five. Michael Bay. Old Michael Bay. I think um, Nate, can you get old M Bay on hold the phone? On. Hold on. Hold on. Let's dial real quick. Yeah, this is M Bay. What you need? Well, hello, Michael Bay. What's up, man? I'm busy. I got shit blowing up over here. Hey, we've we've heard about. Boom! Tra- <laughs> We've heard about Transformers 5. Yeah. You might be in the talks with that. I thought you were done with these nah, Transformers. Nah, man, I'm, I'm in that shit. They told me that I could do more explosions this time, and I was absolutely sold. How many more? Uh, Double. Double? Yeah, double the most that I want to do. Double the most you want to do? Said, Good Lord. take how many explosions you want to do, and double that, and you can do it. Are there going to be more giant robot dinosaurs and swords and shit like that? Absolutely. The shit's going to hit the fan with dinosaurs. Exploding swords. Exploding dinosaurs. Pretty much going to be a dinosaur that only explodes. He's made of TNT. This is awesome. I'm I'm pretty. You know what? I'm actually surprised that they were able to get the <coughs> offer helicoptered up to the top of your secret volcano base. Yeah. Well, you know when they want to get up there to get up there, it takes a little bit of time, but they made it away. So I'm glad to see it. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be a great movie. As you're gonna hear, I'm shooting a film right now. It's called TNT Dynamite. It's a video for ACDC. Awesome. My favorite band. <laughs> a few years late, but that's still all right. It's still relevant. Ray, you like ACDC, don't I you? I love ACDC. No wonder you like my movie so much. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You're my favorite director. Are there actual explosions going on? <coughs> Absolutely. Like, Jesus. Well, what can I say? My house is nothing but a volcano explosion and a nuclear reactor mixed with TNT and gunpowder cocaine. Well, that actually sounds kind of quiet then. <laughs> yeah. For all that. Well, uh, you know, I'm sure he has good muffle suppressions that goes on yeah, over there. Yeah. Well, Mbe, we appreciate you uh, coming on. Fuck with off, this. old man! I'm out of here. Ah, such a nice guy. He's got such high, near retarded levels of energy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a he's quite a cookie. Yeah, that's true. That's true. A cookie. I would. That, I mean, I would. I would definitely say cookie. So uh, more director stuff. Uh, Brian Singer works on the X Men. Surprisingly, films. doesn't sing a whole lot. That's doesn't right. sing that much. Um, touches little boys. Is going to. It looks like be doing Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, a live action film. I don't give a shit. Just because it's in the free domain doesn't mean <laughs> you gotta go pillage. Well, apparently there are two 20,000 League Under the Sea movies. Of course. Because Disney's working on one, and guess who else is working on one? Asylum Fox. Pictures. Fox oh, is working on one. They did, I think, 200,000 Leagues Under the <laughs> Sea. 40,000 Leagues Under the Sea. I really don't care. I At mean, all? No. Who, who gives I a think fuck? I would care more if Brian Singer was not directing it. I, I would want to see someone with a little bit more of a stylized 
style. I think Brian Singers has better things to do than to like uh, dig up an old fucking IP. Who cares? Yeah, I, no one cares. I don't care how good graph. I I hate submarine movies anyway. That's my own thing. All right. Well, uh, Rupert Wyatt has departed the Gambit movie, starring Channing Tatum. Yet again, Rupert another uh, court. It's just a movie to get more money. That's all. Rupert Wyatt was uh, he directed Rise of the uh, Planet of the Apes. Oh well, that movie is now going to be a big piece of shit then. Oh uh, what uh, Gambit? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's a pretty good director. Yeah, I he's mean. a decent director. Yeah, so, I mean, I, whoever they had no to replace him is going to be second best. Yeah. There's no... Uh, he quit because it was going to interfere with another project he was going to be involved in. Uh, and there's no talks yet of who may take over for him. Sounds like Rupert Wyatt has joined the club with uh, Guillermo del Toro, Darren Aronofsky, <laughs> and the other fucking Project Jumper uh uh, Edgar Wright. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is the second bit. Like Chen was in, and then he was out, and then he was back in. So we'll see what happens with this. Uh, I'm I'm definitely getting concerned with it because I already hate Chen Tatum. So that was already one strike against it. Even though I love um, loved loved Gambit during the nineties. Um, more trash. How did you feel about Taylor Kitsch's rendition in the X Men Origins? You know, movie? everyone loved uh, Taylor Kitsch in it. I I could go either way. He, I didn't that? think he was great. Yeah, people liked him. Yeah. It, people he, said that he was the only good thing about that movie. I thought he handed up and was pretty shitty. Yeah, I I didn't love it. Um, well, no, hell, give me some gumbo <laughs> from his <laughs> I would rather run, Mike run, run. play Gambit. <laughs> <laughs> Life at home where you make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Let's Spe- see a homo's nigga, yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, I uh, I saw half of Joe Dirt too. <laughs> half of it? Were you saving the other half for your no, a special I, I, occasion? No, I had to go to bed, and I just <coughs> haven't seen the rest of it yet. I've been playing a lot of Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's exactly what you'd expect <laughs> from Joe Dirt too. It's a movie with time travel and Joe Dirt. It's really <laughs> like it's kind of hard to follow. <laughs> I think they made like a really deep one. <laughs> Granted, I was super drunk at the time, <laughs> so it was kind of hard to follow. It's one, it's a thinker. It's a thinker <laughs> film. You got you got to watch it a few times to really get the <laughs> subtle hints that they were dropping on you. Man, I didn't know you had crackle, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's I'm the Xbox. surprise here. Yeah. It's an app on Xbox One. Man, oh god, signed up for it and everything. It's free, <laughs> but you still have to sign up. Yeah, for you, it. you actually went through the sign up process. <laughs> I've had a crackle account since I had that uh, Windows phone for my business. I had Ooh. a crackle too, just because uh, they had Seinfeld on there for a while. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. well, not a what's the deal with Joe Dirt too? <laughs> He's not even dirty. Uh, Jungle Book put out a trailer. The Jungle Book. Jungle uh, Book. I've heard Jungle that. Suppo- everyone's saying it's surprisingly good, but once again, I don't care. I actually do shit. not care. I watched this trailer, and that's some of the best CGI I've seen in a long time. It looks really in, good in a trailer, especially. It looks really good. Like I had, I could give two shits less about the whole movie. And I seen so many people reposting it that I finally just said, "All right, I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna click yes and see what's up with it." Yeah, I'm sold. I mean, like, 
it's it's done by is it John Farva? Yeah. Yeah, uh, the, the Farva Beans Favreau. Favreau. Yeah. From you know, directed Iron, Iron Man. Man and Swingers for all you OGs. Mm-hmm. Um and dude, it looks like it's gonna be good. It looks like pretty good action. Uh the voice didn't, cast is really good. Didn't they make a live action jungle book movie in the late nineties? I don't know. I Maybe. remember hearing about something about it, but this is like the first I guess this is a true. It, if they did, it would have been like a kind of made-for-TV thing or something. No, no, it was a legit movie. Really? Yeah, they had the actor in it who that. played Bruce Lee in the in the Bruce Lee the Dragon Story or whatever. Actually, I think he might be right. I don't remember what it's called, but I think I think it was just called the, the Jungle, Jungle Book. Book. Yeah, but this looks like it's actually gonna. They put some serious money behind it. The CGI does look spot on. If only Rudyard Kipling can see what they're doing to his baby. Because <laughs> I'll say that and even a pan um, looks semi-interesting for being a weird yeah. movie I would never really think I'd care about and then I see the previews and I'm like, okay, I, I could wa- I could watch this. I Is Christy really into Peter Pan? No? Yeah. Okay. No. No, we, I mean, we watched a cartoon with my son, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, not we're like, we're like, ah, man, Peter Pan Fans. origin stories. We Huge, needed yeah. this. Yeah. Didn't need this. But at least if they're going to do it, it looks like they're putting some thought to it. Well, and, and, and like I said, the, the CGI in the trailers looks like some of the best CGI yeah. it looks great. I've seen in a long time. Because I, I assume almost all the animals have to be CGI. They no, have to it be. It they looks have CGI. to be. It looks CGI. Um, so, yeah. That uh, is something that's coming out. <laughs> Simon Kim- Kimberg, who is the was the producer on the Fantastic Four movie that just came out, is uh, quote unquote really focused on getting uh, the Fantastic Four sequel good made. Good. <laughs> I was worried that he might have got you know distracted by all the other offers of crap. <laughs> But luckily on that mountain of shit, well, he's working on uh, the one Colonel Corn he grabbed. Because he's working on The Martian, which looks great. That looks fabulous. He directed The Martian? No, he's working on it. I don't think he's directing I think he's a producer on it as well. He's like a stagehand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's an extra. They're like, well, <laughs> he got no we had you Four. directing this, but we saw Fantastic Four. Listen, work your way back up. You're going to be an extra. You're going to be in the live studio audience. <laughs> You're playing Moon Rock number six. <laughs> On the Martian with Matt Damon. I don't know if you guys know it. Matt Damon's in a lot of heat. Is he? Yeah. Why? He made some like sexist remarks. Oh, oh, Matt, come on! I don't have all the details really going to it, but just Google Matt Damon's a sexist. Or just keep like keep him in your thoughts. <laughs> keep. Oh, I like Matt Damon. So I, I do too. I was sad to hear that because I think this might fuck with the Martian on its release if it keeps getting traction. I hope traction. not. Because that looks like a great film. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, <laughs> they did direct one. It starred Jason Scott Lee. What? Who was Jason the guy Lee's who played Bruce cousin. Lee uh, in the Dragon Story. Oh, I was uh, thinking Jason, just Jason Lee. It was directed by Stephen Sommers, who also did such <coughs> great movies as The Mummy, The Mummy Returns, Van Helsing, and G.I. <laughs> Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Poor Ooh. guys. Makes Actually, The Rise of Cobra was the terrible. better of the two. It's it's like of the two GI Joe movies, it was the better. It's like do you want to have do you want to have diarrhea or do you want to throw up all day? <laughs> that's that's the option you're you're given with those styles of movies. Mm. So yeah, let me check the reception here. Well received with praise towards its performance, action, and visuals, but chided for not staying true to Kipling's work, although his name remains in the title. Yeah. All right. 
Well, we have the third installation of the Planet of the Apes called War of the Planet of the Apes coming out. And we uh, have some news on that. The villain is going to be Woody Harrelson. Oh, man, I'm just glad to be there killing all those monkeys (laughs) with my gun. I hated the uh, last Planet of the Apes, whatever it is called. I haven't seen the second one. I like the first one. I thought Rise was boring. Was the other, but did you like the first one? Yeah, I really enjoyed okay. the uh, the first one. I, I liked it a lot, so I was pretty excited. Um, and I went and I started watching it, and it just could not maintain my my yeah my attention to it. That and I hated the uh, the guy that's also in T two Genesis uh, plays John Connor in that one. I just hate him as an actor. I, I just don't like him. He has a very punchable face. He does. He doesn't look like a a, a lead actor to me, and that's what he was in, in Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Um, that the CGI, while not being necessarily bad, it just I don't know. It, like every time I see it, it, just brought me out of the the moment. I I'm I'm very picky on it. I just I didn't like it. Just weren't into it. Most people most people liked it. So I mean, don't don't take my opinion. I don't know no, anything. The uh, the thing I have to feel about these movies is like they're they're well done, but they're movies no one's asking for or wanting. Yeah, but they're just pushing them out. Yeah, there. I don't know anyone that's like, oh god, I loved that movie so much. I need another one. Yeah, like I have. I think they performed okay. Yeah. I mean, they, they do well. They're commercial successes, but I mean, the time for Planet of Apes is kind of past. I mean, I saw the original one over at Nathan's about a year. And it's or fabulous, two ago. isn't it? It's a really good movie. I was I was surprised how good it was. Yeah, but well, uh, it's just. I don't really care enough to, even if they're good, I just don't care enough to yeah. watch them. Well, like, when I heard of the first Rise of the Planet Apes that was coming out, I didn't care about it. I was like, why? I watched it because it was on a plane, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, and that's saying, I think it, either I rented it for a buck or something like that. I can't remember. I remember it was cheap or free to watch, and I enjoyed it. And and I heard yeah. it, it was like it was a, a surprise. Hit. If the second one showed up on Netflix and I didn't have anything better to watch, I might would watch it. But most of these Planet of the Ape movies, after they've been out, I don't remember them anymore. I don't think about mm. them. They're not on my radar. Exactly. No one talks about them. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I, Woody Harrelson, though, I mean, I like almost anything he touches lately has been great. Yeah, I enjoy so. old, old Woody, man. I mean, but just... Good for him. Maybe the movie will be better. I just didn't care for the last one myself, and I didn't hear a whole lot from most people about it either, like uh, people praising it. Yeah. Well, um, we've also got we, – we talked – we hit, in, hit on a little bit because Universal and Legendary are having their um, kind of whatever they're having, um, and Universal passed on Kong Skull Island, um, and it got moved to Warner Brothers – uh, Pacific Rim and everything, but one uh, one of the things is that like apparently they've announced that they're unhappy with Warcraft, which is being directed by uh, Duncan Jones, who did the film uh, films Moon and Source Code. I've and heard that Warcraft's ev- like getting like really terrible. Yeah, the, uh, well, I watched the leaked footage and it looks like crap. It looked horrible. But Duncan Jones is, I'm every time I see this, every time Warcraft comes across my newsfeed. I'm like, who was? I remember as someone pretty good. Who's directing this? And then I go look up Duncan Jones, and I'm like, how the hell? Why? Why? Why is that guy attached to this film? He's a good director, um, and this just doesn't seem like something that he'll be doing. Um, 
I don't know what, what all, all that they've said is that um that it's a problem movie. Yeah, and they, that they're not happy with it. They put it as a problem movie. Um, so, and I can see this being something that, like, the special effects are not even the special effects. The CGI on this has to be phenomenal. I think it, no, the and reason there's going to be so much of considered it. a problem movie isn't necessarily that. It's because it's so like I think it's sticking very true to the I guess maybe the original WoW storyline or something like mm-hmm. that. So it's not being looked at as a, a broad scope movie that most people can come into and understand right away. So fans are going to be into it and other people aren't. Yeah, fan, and fans will probably still hate it because they're fans and, you know, it's being turned into a movie. But with that being, yeah, like it's because, and that was the thing I was watching the, and, and granted what I watched was on a cam and, you know, we couldn't hear everything perfectly. Yeah. But with that being, it was very confusing uh, and a lot of just, with them going to another dimension and just it, I was like, what the hell is going well, on? And I remember when it when it leaked, there wasn't as much leaked from it, but you also had the leak of the Suicide Squad and the Deadpool, and the stuff from um, Warcraft looked horrible. Yeah, compare comparatively. Oh yeah. So um, yeah. Now you glossed over the cool thing because Universal releasing. Uh, Kong, because they, they didn't want to do distribution. So we talked about that, that last week. Oh, did so, the, so there's going to be a Kong and Godzilla. Godzilla. For the, yeah. So, so dumb I'm there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was one of the things I was hoping you would be here for to discuss, because I know you love that kind of film. I was watching 76 King Kong just the other night with Jeff Bridges, and uh, oh, I forget her name, the chick that plays uh, the one that gets abducted by Kong. She's very. She's in uh, Naomi Watts. No, not Naomi Watts. She's in all the uh, <laughs> American Horror Stories now. She plays uh, the old Jessica, lady. No, not Jessica. Jessica Lange. Jessica yeah, Lange. Yes, Jessica Lange. Oh, she's gorgeous. In, <laughs> 70, in 76, she was quite a fox. That Veronica Vaughn. I was just <laughs> thinking that. All right, move on with the news. Enough right. about my boner dreams. This is a rumor that Christopher Nolan may be working on an Akira. Akira? Flintstone remake. Yeah. <laughs> Akira, is that correct, Mike? Akira? Akira? Akira, okay. I've never seen the film. I've always wanted to. It's never been on Netflix or anything like that. It was on Netflix forever. Was it? Yeah. No. Yeah, Akira was on there for a long time. Really? Yeah. I must have missed when it was on there, though. Shit, it might be on there now. I check every now and then just because some of those, like, I've seen Ghost in the Shell. I don't love um, anime, but I'll check every now and then for the classic, classic, classic ones. And, um... I didn't think that one had ever been on there. Anyway, he's possibly working on a live-action trilogy for that. That's weird because that one's been in the works for a long time. Yeah, there have been a lot of people that apparently have been uh, connected to it and everything, um, and people who have been trying to get it off the ground for a while. Yeah. I, I Like you, I, I have, I've had plenty of opportunities. I just never watched it because I was a bastardized hater of anime until yeah. recently. Um, Till recently, yeah, because you've been watching, watching Attack, Attack on Titan. Titan. I, now I, I won't say no to an anime if someone suggests it. I don't really go seek it for myself. Yeah. Um, with that being said, uh, yeah, no, Kira is it's it's been a couple of years now that I'll hear about it being out there and certain people will want to attach to it and because it gets a lot of shit because they always Keanu want Reeves. I think uh, it was either Keanu Reeves or DiCaprio was trying real hard to get it off the ground a few years back. Yeah, DiCaprio. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it gets a lot of shit because it, they're. They want to whitewash it pretty hard, and 
if you don't know what whitewashing means, they want to like uh, have Make a bunch of white people, white. all of actors be white instead of using Oriental people. Yeah. What well, I movie? Mean, um, we all remember uh, Mickey Rooney's. Uh, oh gosh. God, what movie was that? Or Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. Or yeah. Like this, like, or John woo. Wayne as Genghis Khan. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Listen here, partner. We're about to go over there and chimichanga all over. Like, listen, John, chimichanga's not even. <laughs> Boy, don't tell me I'm Gangs Kong. <laughs> Give me my crossbow. <laughs> my crossbow. Um, I think it, I think I think a trilogy of that would be interesting because I don't feel like we get a lot of live action anime stuff that I'm aware. Attack on of. Titans coming out soon. Yeah, that's one that we keep getting little clips of, and it looks great. Um. But yeah, I'm. Now I would love to see Chris Nolan do tackle something like this. That's a pretty big uh, story with a lot of you know fanfare. A lot of people loved that one. Oh yeah, it, it was one of the. I think that's like one of the oh, oldest animes that most people can name that's been around for such a long time. Have you ever watched Akira, Mike? Yeah, I've seen it uh, years ago. It's really good. Yeah, I mean, I, I would heard. say it's the. 80? I mean, yeah, yeah, I was it's definitely. It's been yeah. around for a long. And time. it's always in list like of greatest, not just anime, greatest movies, yeah, movies. of all time. Yeah, it's, it's up there. So, um, so it's been one that I've been it, interested in. Yeah, the ones I remembered was like that and Fist of the North Star, the oldest ones I remember. Yeah. And with, uh, if if true, Christopher Nolan is looking into doing that. I mean, I think he'd be the right type of guy to do it. Yeah, because you imagine if Chris Nolan does it, makes it successful. The amount of anime credit that that's what'll take over Marvel DC that's what I was will about be to done. Say, superheroes are and out be and anime. anime's in, yeah. and then you'll definitely get your and <laughs> Pacific Rim too. Yeah. Well, because now what would be crazier is like because there's some animes that wouldn't be that big of a budget. Like what's the uh, the 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 Black Book or the Black where like the guy uh, Death Note? They made live Note. action Death Note movies. Have they? Yeah, they're Japanese though, so that's they haven't really gotten over here. Gotcha. I know that's a very popular one. Um, but uh, cool rumor. I mean, if if if, if, if that pans Nolan, out, fine. If not, yeah. Hopefully, we'll he's see. working on some. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what I have for the news. All right. Well, when we come back, we got some uh, fiction for all you fans. Actually, not really fiction. Theories. Welcome back to Nerds Who Get Lead Sometimes. Welcome back, Mike. Thank you. It's always good to see you. Welcome back, Nate. I don't think I missed last week, did I? No. No. I'm really sad that it's been a couple months since we've had everyone here in the studio at the same time. It has. It's, It's been a bit. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> Everyone is so whatever, man. Just, God, just, guys have changed. The only consistent one we've had lately has been Charles. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, let's not take away from Ray. <laughs> you know what? No matter what, rain or shine. <laughs> Ray, Ray has been to every episode. Yeah. I was actually thinking that the other day. I was, I was like, man. I was like, Ray can say, yeah, I've been to, you know, I never miss it. But at the same time, you got to be like, well, you know. They I'll, can't have yeah. it without you. Yeah. 
Because otherwise it'd be us all sitting around a uh, an iPad. <laughs> like, speaking into it. Yeah, speaking that into happened. It. Yeah, and then we would have to uh, wait for Ray to upload it because <laughs> none of us have the PCs and stuff like that. So what I have going on here is some fan theories. Um, Ooh. And I was reading these uh, earlier today, and I was, I was, I was rather enjoying them. Um, and I was like, you know what? We never really get to talk about fan theories a whole lot. Every once in a while, someone might read a quick clip of one. Yeah. So I figure I'm, I'm going to read a, f- a fan theory, and then we'll just kind of talk it over. And if anything, kind of, <coughs> excuse me, uh, you know, let the readers know some of these are out there. So this one is about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Ooh. Mm. Will actually died in the fight on the basketball court in West Philly. The taxi driver is actually God, who drives a rare cab. He takes Will to heaven, where he works out all his issues with his wealthy aunt and uncle. Will only sees his mother and father on special occasions, because that's when they come to visit his grave. Ooh. So what do you guys think of that one? Where's the proof? Normally there's proof. No proof on that one, really. Um, More just... uh, That's just an interesting way to look at. Yeah, you know that. I yeah, I was, I was like, uh, I never really watched Fresh Prince a whole lot. I'd watch an episode here and there when it yeah. come on, so I don't know a lot of the story. But I was like, well, that's interesting enough. So I guess there's no proof, as a uh, Mike put. So good one. So this one's on Super Mario Brothers number three, the third, Ooh, the third one. So to begin, I'm sorry, <clears throat> the game begins with the curtain opening, shadows on the backdrop. There's all the blocks are bolts as a background, more shadows on the skyline, and then he X's. Uh, stage right, end of set. Platforms hanging from the roof, sticking out through the slots of the background, running VA, hidden machine, machines behind the set. What it means is Super Mario 3 never happened. It was just a stage show, a play. Mario was never any real danger. You were just merely the audience. Now, this one seems pretty, uh, to me, makes sense. Like, uh, I don't know if they ever release it with the story or anything, but, you know, when it opens up the curtain, and, and it all is just like it's being put on a stage show for everybody to watch. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed that one. Yeah, I feel like you could definitely uh, you could definitely see that one for sure. So let's jump to another Mario one that was on here. And I actually, this one was the one that made me think of, like, reading these other. So this is on Super Mario Bros. number one, the 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 OG one, all right? Okay. So I just noticed the flag Mario takes down at the end of each level has a peace symbol on it, which indicates that all the Goombas and Koompas are peaceful beings, which is probably why none of them seem they want to kill Mario in the first worlds. But as Mario continues his killing spree, the creatures of the land fight back. So seeing how violent Mario can be, that's why people think that Princess Peach was left left him for Bowser and that's and has all these castles and lands and coins and uh Mario is just going through trying to get you know, kidnap his ex girlfriend back. So Mario is actually more of a villain than a hero in the Mario films. Yeah. I mean <clears throat> I think the Koopas always look like they're um or the Goombas always look like they're angry. Uh, there's actually a game that uh that kind of played off of this. Uh, it was uh, released on the Xbox uh, Marketplace. Uh, it's called Braid. But you play a guy looking for his girlfriend, pretty much. And there's, like, time mechanics and everything and puzzles. And this guy is always dragging her away. 
at the end of the level when you find out like he's actually dragging her away from you because you're like stalking her you won't leave her alone oh really yeah yeah, because like, well, but it, it's very cute in Mario, like, so it's very, it's it's a strange, innocent, huge first. twist. Yeah, yeah. Well, because like with Mario, if you really think about it, because I was like, man, it makes so much sense. Because if you think about the first level, there's really not a lot. You're just kind of jumping around, killing all these things, and it's not till like level, I think three or four, when all of a sudden now they have cannons out there shooting. Yeah, yeah. They got the fireball, so like they're, of course, the game's getting harder. Mm-hmm. But you look at it, it's like they now hurt you, so they're setting up defenses to try and stop you. Yeah, you're getting closer to the to the uh, to the Bowser's King, castle. Yeah, you're going around killing all these people. Well, King Koopa it was King Koopa then. Yeah, yeah. So I really uh, kind of enjoyed that one because I was like, man, that makes you know, especially if you're they have a giant peace symbol outside there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah, you're, you're, the you're just symbol. marauding through villages, murdering <laughs> people. <laughs> And then you rip jumping on their heads, and then you rip down their peace symbol yeah. at the end. You jump at the top and take it down. Screw peace. Yeah, yeah. Fuck you. And I'm gonna go into your sewer system and <laughs> fuck it up too. <laughs> gonna shit this death ball all the way down. So I'm gonna go to your mushroom forest and <laughs> cut them down. Yeah. Mario right. is basically a very terrible person. He's a, he's a jerk. What's even worse? He's Italian. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's also it's like Mario Brothers, but then it's like Mario and Luigi. Yeah. So, like, Luigi, they don't know what their last name is. Like, no, we're the Mario brothers. I'm Mario, and this is my brother, you know? <laughs> Mario brothers. That's probably why in the movie they they just said Mario was their last name because of the Mario brothers. So, <laughs> Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario. <laughs> well, you know, it's actually, I guess I'm dumb. I just never really connected because they say Mario's a plumber and you <coughs> jump through pipes a lot. It makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. Funny enough, I have never been able to beat Mario 1. Ever. I what? think I beat all Never. of them except for the. Well, I beat one and three, uh, Mario 64. Never beat two. two I can never. Really hard. Two figure, creeps me out. Never some. figure it out. Like, uh, surprisingly, like my mom was really good at number two. I couldn't <coughs> do anything. I beat one like. Two first was day probably my favorite one, but it's I, so I like creepy. Two and weird. because it was strange. It was yeah. very strange. Well, and obviously, it was strange because it was. Yeah. Everyone knows it was yeah. based off of Doki Doki Panic. It actually was Doki, and they just put the skins over it and yeah. called it Mario. But uh, which yeah, I don't I, know why they just didn't release Mario Two. I uh, played. They said it was too hard, didn't they? Yeah, Mario Two was like apparently Doki Doki Panic was pretty hard too. Yeah. I think they were, they released did they release it Mario All Stars and Super Nintendo as yeah. Mario the Lost Levels? That's what it was called, yeah. Yeah, those are hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, like uh and cuz I remember uh not too long ago I actually tried to play Mario 3 and I, love I can't 3. beat it now. Really? I beat it as a kid. I used to beat it all the no, time. No, I mean, I mean, it's pretty easy up until like level eight, and until the last world where you have to just like it's just darkness and all. Of a sudden yeah, and then there, and especially the very first level because there's those like long, I guess, processions of those battle wagons. Yes, yeah, yeah that's like and it's so hard. I couldn't beat that. Like I got all the way up to level eight, not even using flutes. I went yeah, one, yeah. two, three, four, and I got to eight, and I was just dude dead. Was this on your new Wii U? No, 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 no. This is this is a couple of years ago on my uh, my my Sony phone. I, I downloaded a bunch of emulators on oh, it. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, to give you know, listeners uh, older and younger, uh, maybe who don't remember who, for somehow you lived in Iraq and never played Super Mario Three. I was actually over at our resident uh, old gaming expert uh, Mike McCarthy's house. And he was playing that, and he was dying. Specifically, uh, off. Mike McCarthy, not Brad Bullard. Yeah, Brad Bullard is not a <laughs> Nintendo enthusiast. Brad Bullard is a poser. He wants people 
See, Brad wants people to notice his Nintendo collection. <laughs> you can tell a true nerd because they'll want to tell you about it. <laughs> you don't want people just to notice. But, um, yeah, uh, 3 I always loved. I thought that one was great. It had great new game co- uh, mechanics and everything. 1, I just never could beat it. I could get all the way to the end, but I could never beat it. Mm. Did, the uh, hardest game I've ever played. Have you guys looked at the uh, Mario Maker yet? Oh, man, I want to buy it so bad. just need the money. It's really cool. You can create your own levels and everything. The coolest thing that I saw about it is that you can actually change the level design. Yeah. The graphics based on the game, so like you can make the you can make the game look Mario One or Mario Three or oh, wow. or Super Mario World from the super that was the no Super Mario Land no Super Mario World was the, the first Nintendo Nint- one. Oh, I thought Super Mario World was the first Super Nintendo. That was one. a Super Nintendo one, and then Super Mario Land was the Game Boy ones, yeah, yeah. which were really hard. Too, I want really someone weird. to make Mario One on the latest graphics they have on there, so I can play it because it would just be a blast. That would be so weird. Yeah, yeah, but no, but Mario. Maker, I want it. Well, like. th- I mean, the thing is, is although side scrolling has really fallen the, by the wayside as like a game mechanic because graphics have gone beyond that, but I mean, there's still so much fun. I love oh, side scrollers. Yeah, and any chance I get to play them, I mean, I, I need to play more of them. But Shadow Complex was one that was really good. It was made by the guys who did Gears of War, but it was actually a uh, a multi dimensional one, so you could like. Uh, so things would go on behind you, and there was a side scroller, and you could still. Sh- it was just really cool. Uh, I recommend that one. Any of the Metroid games, any of the ca- the newer Castlevania games, all great side scrollers. So back to our fan theories. Okay, as we talked about those. That was a good little off topic there. So this is a Toy Story fan theory, and this one wasn't, I think, really stretching for it. But I was like, okay, I'll, I'll go with it. I mean, it's not. There's no way to prove it. So Let me guess. Why. They're really not. They're really toys, and they're all just crazy. Like, Andy's crazy. Is that what it is? No. Andy's parents are divorcing. Um, You never see their dad. They're moving to a smaller house. The mom's wedding ring is off, and the shot where she picks up the buzz box. Andy is introverted and emotionally attached to inanimate masculine figures, and they get a puppy. Surprisingly common in divorces. This one makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that one I don't think is too much of a stretch. I guess it's still a fan theory in the sense that there's no, you know, proof to it. Um, I don't know. That was proof in there. Like, she doesn't wear a ring. You don't see the dad. They're moving to a smaller house. Yeah. That's I think proof to I think towards I'm, me. I think Annie's. Yeah. Like, uh, this one is more pictures, but uh, it's good enough that they said, um, is if you take a look at Tim Burton's uh, movies, if you go from, uh, oh, fuck, I'm forgetting. Ed Wood. Not Edward, actually. They, they animated one. So from Jack Skeleton, you go back to the Bride. Uh, oh, I saw that one. Yeah. Bride. Uh, I Corpse Bride. Corpse, Corpse Bride. Bride. And then the one and with the Frank and Weenie. Frank and Weenie. It's the exact same dog, and even the guy has the same facial features that kind of allow you to think, okay, this is all the same person. So it's very so possible. being alive, and then especially yeah. with a director like yeah. that to, to link all his right. stuff together and not yeah. say anything about it. I mean, you could say that, but I think the the, the, the big difference in that is Corpse Bride seems to have takes, taken place in like the Victorian or late 1800s, while Frank and Weenie seems to have taken place in the 50s or 60s in America. That's true, yeah. Yeah, time frames. All right, so I'll end with this one because this was probably the craziest album. So this is a Rugrats fan theory, okay? 
So yeah. none of the babies in Rugrats actually exist, but they are instead figments of Angelica's imagination as a rule, revolt or a result of her parents' negligence. Chucky died with his mother, which explains how much of a nervous wreck his father is. Tommy was a stillborn baby, which explains why his father, Stu, is always in the basement making toys for the son he never had. And finally, the Devilles had an abortion. To compensate for not knowing the sex of their baby, Angelica invented the twins in her head. One boy, one girl. That's a wild story. That's pretty wild. It's a pretty dark one, too. Yeah. The darkest out of all of them. Um, It's crazy ones like that. I'm like, man, I love fan theories because first, someone had to sit there and think this up. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you literally had to sit down. You're watching the Rugrats, most likely enjoying your most favorite recreational drug that's out there. <laughs> and you say, man, these babies ain't real. And then you start just kind of building a theory from there. And the fact that you go that that brand. Oh, no, I had one more. I had to, to do this well, one. Well, on the Rugrats one, I was reading something the other day um, where apparently – Chucky's the one with the glasses and everything. Yeah, was uh, the design of that character was based off of Doctor Who. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, like he kind of has that look, and he's like always, he's always carrying around a screwdriver, and um, there were a couple of other little things. I'm not a Whovian, so um, all of it didn't really connect to me. But I thought that was really interesting. Uh, and then there was a frame that they showed where it has the uh, the the killer robots Daleks Dal- Daleks. From Doctor Who, it like in a toy aisle in the cartoons and everything. So I thought that was pretty interesting. That can make sense. Uh, they're yeah. fans of I oh, can, absolutely, I, I absolutely. I I don't think that was a theory thing. I think that was something that they were yeah. like, yeah, that we are. That's what it was. So this one was the the last one uh, that I kind of liked. Uh, this is more a fun one, and they're really stretching. But I, I kind of dig it. So there's a scene in Aladdin mm-hmm. where Genie calls Aladdin's clothes so third century. However, as we know, the genie has been locked inside the lamp for the last 10,000 years, meaning that there is no way he would have known what 3rd century was like. This means that Aladdin actually takes place in the future, in at least 10,300 A.D. The movie itself is set in a post-apocalyptic wasteland, only uh, where only some of the a- 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 uh, yeah, culture has survived. Things like magic are actually just some of the technology marvels that were left behind of previous civilizations. This includes flying carpets, genetically engineered parrots, which can comprehend human speech instead of just <laughs> mimicking it. How else would the genie do impressions of ancient long-dead celebrities like Groucho Marx and Jack Nicholson? Wow. So, I love that one. <laughs> so that one, when I was, like, I was like, that's just funny enough to like, I'll, I'll go with it. So, yeah, that one's so ridiculous. Yeah. I love it. Aladdin takes place in the future. Aladdin is the post-apocalyptic futuristic yeah, yeah. Uh, Arabian movie yeah, that Disney yeah. put out. <laughs> that's all that survived was a couple you know, Arabic <laughs> lands that uh, didn't get nuclearly blasted off. So, <laughs> and That's, that's why pretty good. Yeah. So... <laughs> But well, that's it for Nerds to Get Laid. We that's, told you yep. some silly fan theories that are out there. Tell us what you think. Or do we have one? Because there's a million out there. The I would Harry love Potter's to hear insane more. in the uh, yeah. Mental Asylum. That's another popular one. Tons of other ones out there. That uh, Batman is actually the bad guy in Batman. Yeah, yeah exactly. In so, general. Yeah. Uh, there, there's tons of them. So l- let us know what your favorite fan theory is. We'd love to, we love to get into that stuff. And if you want to hear more of these, we'll let you know. Maybe next time we can get a little more conversation rolling off of it instead of just uh, reading them to you guys. But 
we are the nerds who get laid sometimes, and we drank a boot of Margaritaville. <laughs> and Ray drank 50 ounces of it. So thanks for listening. Check us out next week. I was tired of my lady We'd been together too long Like a worn out recording Of a favorite song So while she lay there sleeping I read the paper in bed And in the personal columns There was this letter I read If you like pina coladas I said, I never knew that you liked